Hi, and welcome to the third installment of Russ Plays Music. My name is Russell Birchall, and today is Sunday, November 1st. Today, what I would like to do is I'd like to go through the creative process that I use to write a song, to begin a song, all the way maybe up to the end of, of what a song looks like uh, when it's finished and polished up and ready to go. Usually, for me, what I do is I get a melody in my head, and that melody will either form itself into an instrument or into a vocal. Uh, the vocal line may not be um, at words at first. It might just be just the thought of the of where the words will fall on what notes. And then what I'll do is I'll either figure out a way to make that line as an instrument and vamp over it with a separate vocal melody, or I'll do the reverse, and um, instead of vamping over it with a separate vocal melody, I'll uh, change the, uh, the second melody to be an instrument. Once I build those two tracks in my mind, then what I'll do is I'll start thinking about what else could complement those things. Is there any ambient sound that could rest over top that falls inside of the same scale? Um, what the next piece should sound like, what a transition should be in between those two parts. Is there a general overarching theme of the song, or is this going to be a song that's built in the abstract? My preference usually is to write in the abstract. That way it could be more relatable to more folks across the spectrum. Uh, you can apply your own meaning to it. I believe that I, I touched base on that a little bit in my, my last episode or the episode before that where I spoke about that piece. You can also write more specifically and make it more of a story, which is, which is along the lines of, of your folk type uh, and country types of music. I generally, um, just because I, I have more of an abstract process, I believe, um, and, and maybe it's just because I'm lazy, I have a really difficult time getting specific with songs. I find that when I get specific with songs, with the uh, with the content of the songs, with the lyrical content of the songs, it tends to come out uh, and come off as a little bit more corny, a little bit more more uh, pre pretentious than it does whenever I'm just writing kind of in a broad, sweeping, kind of moody kind of way. Um, and, and whenever I think of these melodies, the melodies will come to me in a mood as well. So it's not necessarily so much about a story, but it's more about a feeling. So if it's, um, if it's a dark and gloomy feeling, then the song's going to come out that way. I'm going to be writing in a minor scale. It'll be more brooding. It won't be so much um, about a happy thing. But if I'm thinking or feeling kind of like in, a, in an inspired, triumphant kind of mood, then we're going to be writing in major scales, and we're going um, to be overlaying everything with a major theme. And, and it may not be specific, but that theme will be uplifting. I think that um, Run has more of an uplifting theme. Uh, the one that I've been working on lately, um, the one that's entitled Restless Soul, it'll be coming out over the next few months, is more brooding, more dark. It's about the uh, more dark aspects of the human soul. And, um, and, and that's kind of what Greed was too, although I didn't write Greed. Um, I can tell just by listening to it and, and feeling it, the gritty nature of Greed. Uh, when it comes to uh, the folks that are, are to be our suitors in government, folks that, um, that are taking from us while we sit and watch blindly and think that we are benefiting from whatever schemes they're, um, they're, they're, they're doing in the background. And that doesn't matter. Um, that happens across party lines. Some folks may disagree with that, but um, I, I, being a, a, uh, an independent voter, uh, don't believe 
that um, greed is not all permeating. I believe that it is. I think that it, it permeates both of our parties in a two-party system. But that's for another discussion. Um, today, we want to dedicate this to um, to writing. So, well, writing can also have to do with political schemes, and, and that's where a song like Greed comes into play. My philosophy on political speak in songs is that it should be an overlay. It should be something that all folks could understand. It shouldn't be something that alienates anyone. Um, reason being, uh, because I want to speak to the human mind and the human spirit. I don't want to speak to Democrats or Republicans or, um, or conservatives or liberals or libertarians or folks who, who are in the Green Party. I want to speak to people. And that's what I like to do with my art. I like to kind of like strike straight down the middle of the human soul so that it could speak to as many people as possible without specifics. What I find sometimes is when folks write things that are, um, are meant to be protest songs against specific folks, it comes across as very pre- pretentious because of how, um, how the attack is, um, how the attack comes. When, when a lot of folks actually who write these kinds of songs um, they write them specifically, and then they alienate so many other people because the feeling gets lost, the idea gets lost on what they're trying to portray when they may, may or may not have done enough research to discover what is exactly happening with that particular time and, and happenstance. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some things that are just blatantly in your face wrong, but um, in today's media, uh, where, where the bulk of media is owned by a small amount of, uh, of conglomerates, Uh, throughout the world, opinions are shaped based on these folks who are, in in essence, the actual ruling oligarchy party that are pushing things. That might push me into writing a song about that. Um, There's more of an overarching theme when it comes to corruption than just, oh, it's the red guys, oh, it's the blue guys. Um, There are people that are pulling the strings on these red and blue guys, and if you don't believe it, just do your research and look at both things. What I like to do on a regular basis is I like to flip, and and, um, I'm going to plug it, but YouTube TV has CNN and Fox News right butt up against each other. So I can flip in between those two stations and see just how biased the one is over the other. One praises, um, you know, President Trump for one thing, obviously, that's Fox News, and the other one vilifies him for something else. And then the same thing happens on the flip. Um, CNN regularly, for instance, will prop up Joe Biden while Fox News does not. So if you if you look at that and you don't see that dichotomy, I think you need to read a little bit more. I think you need to look at the the, uh, the situation. A two party system um, is a uh, at this stage at, at this place in our history has become a failed experiment. I think that we need more ideas. I think we need um, we need term limits. I think we need uh, and that's an ugly word to most career politicians. But yeah, I'm going down this road. Um, so I guess we're going to go down this tangent from songwriting into politics immediately. Um, I'm just, part of my ire for this situation is I've seen way too many times folks who have generally um, the same ideology other than the fact that they espouse to being blue or red, separating themselves from one another, deciding that they're not going to speak to each other um, after years of friendship because of what Don Lemon said or because of what Sean Hannity said. I don't know Don Lemon, and I don't know Sean Hannity. So um, why am I going to take their word and make my friend my enemy? And these are things that we need to uh, really dig into. Um, These are things that we need to search ourselves for. My suggestion to anyone out there, whether you're a musician or somebody who just likes to listen to music or whoever you are, try to keep friends that have an opposing viewpoint. But make sure that they're not sticking their heads in the HuffPost or sticking their heads in, in Bloomberg trying to figure out how the world works. Um, 
and this might be inspiration for my next song. Um, like I said, I think I think that's where I'm going to go next. I think I'm going to go into this whole um, this whole separation thing, uh, this whole you are my enemy by virtue of your politics thing um, about where we've arrived in history. Uh, it hasn't always been this ugly. I mean, there there's always been ugly rhetoric, but underneath all of that, there's always been, I think, a general uh, thought of of the welfare of the average American citizen, where today I think it's more, um, it's more for me, good for me and to hell with the rest of you. And I think that's where we're at right now um, in politics. So if uh, something that I've I've neglected to say is if you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook. Um, You can find me on Russell Birchall Official. It might also be Russ Birchall Official, but it's Russ or Russell Birchall Official on Facebook. You can reach out to me there. Um, I'm also on Twitter. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter or um, Instagram. I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, I'm also out on TikTok. If anybody does TikTok, um, there is a messaging piece out on TikTok. You can hit me there. I'm on um, I'm on uh, Line app. So if you want to hit me on any of those for any suggestions for future shows. Uh, uh, so anyway, back to the songwriting thing. And I'll get I'll get I'll repeat all of that information on uh, my social media when I'm finished with this uh, with this piece. So we're coming up on the 10 minute mark now. So so once I've I have the melody, then it's time to start thinking about different parts of the song. But one thing I want to get up get right up front is when it comes to song structure, there's really no great grand formula that's going to create the best song for you. Um, you don't have to have a hook. You don't have to have necessarily even a chorus per se. If you if you vamp a vocal melody over the same music that's playing over and over again in in the background, measure over measure, you can create different parts of a song just by creating different vocal melodies and different vocal harmonies over those melodies on different pieces. And maybe on one of my future episodes, what I'll do is I'll try to get that together where I can even like maybe map out just a test song, uh, maybe me and my guitar, and, um, and maybe we can just piece some parts together in a formulaic kind of way. Uh, although I don't, I'm not a huge fan of formulas. I believe in writing what you feel, and I'm writing as much and as often as possible. Um, I don't think that uh, that you should discount any piece of music that might come across y- your mind. If you have something like um, like voice memos or something like that, something similar on your smartphone, if you get an idea, immediately get that idea down. You never know when you're going to be able to revisit that idea and create something great from it. Never discount your your ability to create. From things that you may not enjoy right now they might be something that works out very well for you later on just by getting that raw idea down so any idea that you have whether it's just these are the words to um, to the first stanza of something that I believe might be a first verse of a song put those down um, if, if you have to hum a tune then hum that tune and get that down get that into your voice memos get that into some small voice recorder whatever you need to do to maintain that idea I suggest that you keep that idea stored somewhere because it's always good to uh, to go back to those ideas and maybe reconstitute them, create something different. Today, you can take a sound and create a sample, and that can become a piece of music. You can create a beat from from different things just out in nature, whether it's you know whether it's a, a tree falling or or leaves or the rain falling, or or you're at a construction site and you hear a bunch of construction sounds. You could take all of that stuff and create different sounds from it. Today, creativity is boundless in the digital age. You can create whatever you want and still incorporate analog sounds, analog music, um, analog guitars, and, and analog instruments into your digitized songs. Like I've said before, 
I use GarageBand to create my bass ideas. And I've heard other groups that actually use GarageBand for their entire ideas. And uh, they've done really, really well and spectacular with their pieces of art. So with that, um, if you could, again, my social media is I'm on Facebook at, at Russell Birchall Official. I'm also on Instagram and, uh, and Twitter. You can find me just by, I believe, seeking, searching my name. Uh, if not, I think that I have my other social medias posted on the Russell Birchall Official um, on Facebook. So if you want to just go ahead and hit that and uh, follow me there. And uh, remember, my, my band's name is A New State of Mind. We have a new song out called Greed. I did a quick review of that in one of my previous episodes. I have my own song out entitled Run. Uh, my co-writer, Mark Capsha, has a new song coming out. And um, I forget the title of it right now, but I'll mention it in my, uh, in my next episode. Uh, maybe I'll even do a review of it if, um, in one of the next few episodes if it's indeed ready for publishing at the time. So um, regardless, I'll be interviewing Mark and hopefully Jim Zawi, my two writing partners, in, uh, in one of my episodes coming up uh, shortly, maybe next week, maybe the week after. It depends on, on availability because we're all, we're all busy folks nowadays, uh, regardless of the, of the state of the pandemic. And, um, and basically, this week, vote your conscience, um, but please vote. I encourage everybody to vote. I don't care who you're voting for. It is, uh, it is a right and a privilege that I hold very dear, and I encourage all of you to do so. So, um, so everybody, I hope that you have a great and fantastic day. Thank you.